enhancing penalties against those committing crimes against social workers. It's something that's been proposed for years at the Illinois State House. But for some reason, it's been taboo to advance legislation that enhances penalties. And it uh, looks like there's now a bipartisan effort to do that after the tragedy that happened just south of here in Springfield on Tuesday. It was actually um, South Sangamon County in a small village of Thayer. My wife and I go to a restaurant there somewhat regularly. It's a great hidden secret. Mick and Mary's, a wonderful restaurant. But to hear the, the, the horrible tragedy, the unspeakable crime that happened there... Uh, it's just it's heartbreaking uh, that a, uh, a Department of Children and Family Services employee in the line of duty getting murdered viciously. It's not the uh, the first DCFS employee that's been murdered uh, in the line of duty. Several years ago, there was another DCFS worker uh, that was also uh, murdered. And uh, we'll, we'll talk now with um, somebody who's had uh, their attention on this issue uh, for years now. And that is uh, State Representative Tony McCombie here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, 745 here on WMAY. And uh, State Representative McCombie, thanks again for taking time with us. Uh, let's, of course, uh, I guess... Uh, focus on uh, these two individuals who've lost their lives in the past, uh, what, three or four years here, uh, the most recent being Deidre Silas uh, in Thayer, but uh, Pam Knight was another one uh, in, in your part of the state that lost her life. Uh, tell us about that case. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. <clears throat> Excuse me. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot with this with this bill, uh, a lot of history. We we started this process in, in 2018, actually, right after the the brutal murder. Uh, the case is a little different in the fact of the charges. Um, the charge for uh, under Pam Knight, it was aggravated battery. In Deidre's case, it's aggravated battery with a weapon. And um, so this change in this law would not affect Deidre's case, um, unless they downgraded it, of course. Uh, but this this started in 2018. I filed HB 4586. The, the Knight family came down and testified, uh, spent a lot of time in Springfield, um, because when they found out uh, that the law was not the same, if, if she had been a police officer, which Pam Knight was before, uh, or a teacher, or a firefighter, or even somebody who worked in a school, uh, the penalty for aggravated battery uh, was higher compared to a DCFS worker or um, a Department of Aging, uh, an elderly investigator, for an example. The, uh, the penalty was less. That was the year um, that a lot of bills were made of examples of under the enhancement of penalties, as they like to call them. Um, and uh, we had a do not pass. Uh, they, they made a, quite a, a show of shutting down these bills, which was really devastating uh, for the Knight family. Uh, we brought it back again in 2019, and uh, Representative Justin Slaughter uh, worked with me um, to get that bill passed, and we actually passed it in the House unanimously. To give you a little history on this bill, at some point, it was changed um, to amend the, the, the penalties, but for some reason, um, the Department of Aging and DCFS was just left off. So in the scheme of things, 
as you know, Greg, you've been around Springfield a little bit of time. Um, bills get drafted and get screwed up all of the time. So they come back with what they call a technical trailer or a technical cleanup. So to me, this really honestly is a cleanup bill. And actually, for once, truly is a cleanup bill instead of <laughs> a whole new bill. Um, because why would they leave off two of our investigators, especially DCFS workers, which is probably one of the most volatile situations you walk into when you're dealing with children. So um, luckily, Justin Slaughter got us, uh, uh, worked with us, and we have a unanimous role. HB 1482 passed, went to the Senate, uh, and then Senator Sims, who is in uh, the chair of uh, Drew Krim, not only would not call the um, the bill, but actually wouldn't even meet with Don Knight or the family. And so it died in the Senate. And then last year we had HB 4322, which is this General Assembly. And again, it did not move. Now, in May, to give uh, Chairman Slaughter some credit, I said to him, because uh, I'm on Jude Krim with him, I said, hey, wh what's going on with Pam Knightsville? Why are we not calling that? And he said, well, I thought it already passed. I said it did, but Senate killed it. So even if this not did not have happened, I do believe we would have had 4322 pass again uh, unanimously out of the House, but it would have been a struggle in the Senate. Uh, I find it interesting, um, but I don't care how we get there, Greg. I, I want this to be passed. I, I do find it interesting that with another murder, um, that now we're going to see this pass, but I'm not passing it. Uh, Doris Turner's going to take uh, SB 070. Uh, I think that's the number in the Senate. I don't see that yet filed. Mm. But Latoya Greenwood is carrying it. Uh, HB 4385 in the in the uh, House. Gotcha. So we will see this advance now that it's got bipartisan support. State Representative Tony McCombie with us. Is this enough? Uh, enhancing penalties, that's after the fact. Um, should we be sending social workers uh, to these volatile situations alone? Should they at least have some kind of backup if it's not, you know, another uh, DCFS employee or possibly even a local sheriff's deputy or an auxiliary police officer or something? Well, this builds, to be quite honest, and I think there's a lot of contention about it because this particular bill, um, like I said, really is a cleanup bill. It, it will not deter crime, and I've never sold it that it's going to deter crime. Um, do I think uh, every situation is different? Now, when a DCFS gets a call on a hotline, uh, regardless of day or night, uh, whatever the situation is, they're required on every hotline call to go out within 24 hours. Um, some calls warrant that type of response, and some don't. Uh, I, I, I spoke with DCFS, and I know there's a DCFS working group. They're trying to, I know, figure out the best way to handle that, but it's like what is an emergency and what isn't. Um, I think in this particular case, it, it wasn't. It was a, a cleanliness call, I believe, uh, for Deidre. Pam's not, Pam did call for backup, unfortunately, in, in a rural small community. Uh, it wasn't there in time. And here's the thing. Investigators see somebody, whether it's a child or whether uh, anybody uh, or, or you or I, if we see somebody get hurt, getting hurt, we're not going to stop and wait, uh, even if we're trained to do so. Uh, 
I wish there was a way that we could have two caseworkers. I wish there was a way we could have a caseworker and uh, an officer. I wish DCFS maybe even had their own um, officers, kind of like schools have SROs. It'd be great if DCFS had their own officers. But that being said, um, today DCFS workers are they're very shorthanded. They're very case heavy. Uh, we have a, a low number of law enforcement officers, so we can say we want to have that be the process, but how are we going to make that happen? Uh, what about a panic uh, uh, a button around their neck or on their watch or something? Um, police have uh, on their um, radios the ability to basically hit a button they might not be able to speak or anything, but at least there's um, uh, noise that, and they can be found right away. Uh, so I think there are some things. Uh, I've been asked to be on the, the Child Welfare uh, Workforce Task Force, uh, and I believe this will actually be a task force that does come up with some ideas and resolution. But the bottom line is we got to have more workers. And, and I don't know how to make that happen, Greg. State Representative Tony McCombie uh, will surely be talking about this more in the future uh, as we still yet to find out when you guys are going to come back into session. But I imagine this will be the subject of uh, some remote committee hearings in the future. And uh, again, we definitely need to to remember and uh, honor the sacrifice that's uh, been made by Deidre Silas and Pam Knight uh, in the uh, service of welfare of children. Uh, Representative, thank you so much for taking time with us. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. And prayers to the families.